evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Wall of Power Radio Hour. This is your host, Paul Metzen. There's a great event taking place at International Market Square in Minneapolis on September 25th as part of the Concerts Across America to End Gun Violence. Concerts are happening on that same day in all 50 states. We have one of the organizers, Miss Nancy Nord Pence, with us today and one of the performance and stars of the show who happens to be one of the best soul and gospel singers in Minnesota and a good old friend of mine, J.D. Steele. Thanks for being here tonight. I'm really anxious uh, to hear about this great concert that's going on. And uh, let's start with uh, Reverend Nancy. How did you get involved with issues surrounding gun violence? Well, um, I am an ordained ELCA pastor, Lutheran pastor, and I had um, almost 18 years in the parish. And during that time at different white suburban parishes, I had to preside over six different gun violence funerals. Hmm. Um, People in my various congregations and in the hospital where I was chaplain for a while um, experienced every kind of gun violence, and I was in the middle of that, seeing what it does to their families. We had homicide, we had suicide, we had murder-suicide, we had domestic violence, we had criminal behavior, and then, um, really, incredibly tragic, we had unintentional deaths of children. Right. And I finally got to the point, um, after San Bernardino's massacre, where I found myself on Facebook typing, you know, if someone would just pay me full time to do gun violence prevention, I would leave the parish for that. And two days later, I saw the ad for the executive director of Protect Minnesota, which is the only independent state-based gun violence organization in the state. God works in mysterious ways. Well, I felt like I was calling my bluff. It was like, okay, Nance, let's see if if you're honest about that. And so very quickly things fell into place and I had my last Sunday in my parish on February 22nd and I started at Protect Minnesota on February 24th. Wow. So tell us a little bit about the group Protect Protect Minnesota. Well, as I mentioned, we're the only independent state-based gun violence organization, so we don't receive any funding from the national groups, uh, which is really important. Sometimes at the Capitol, those that are fighting against common sense gun legislation like to say, you know, uh, some faraway person is coming to get your guns. You know, a mayor Bloomberg is coming to get your guns through some of our partner organizations that are national. Well, we are state-based. We've been around for 25 years. In fact, at this concert, we're celebrating our 25th anniversary. We started out as a true coalition of 16 mainstream uh, statewide groups. And then over time, uh, we became much more statewide and much more of of a network of individuals and organizations. This concert uh, at International Market Square on September 25th, you have some fabulous musicians. Yes, Factor, New Sound Underground, J.D. Steele. J.D. Steele. <laughs> and J.D., did you help Nancy uh, get some of these acts together? You know, I did. Uh, when Nancy uh, came to me and presented this opportunity, she said, what groups would you like to perform um, for this concert? And uh, the R Factor <clears throat> with Emil Campbell and company are very good friends of mine. They're very talented and they've been around for a while and have a, a loyal following. I used to book them at Famous Dave's. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. yeah, they they just uh, it's such an eclectic uh, and talented group, and New Sound Underground uh, is is one of the new, um, to me, the next big thing uh, out of Minnesota. Well, They're let's hear about phenomenal. that because uh, I'm all about you know you've got uh, ears as as wide as the Mississippi, and you know what you're <laughs> talking about. So tell us about the this band, New Sound Underground. Well, you know they're they're really kind of a combination of jazz, funk, fusion, uh, and they're fronted by two horn players cool and um it, it's a there's just they just have such a phenomenal sound it's it's almost difficult to describe mm-hmm. uh they just had a cd release uh, about a month ago here in the twin cities uh, i think it's their second cd are younger cats uh, yes they are younger younger cats and my nephew plays in the group oh, cool. javita's son kenyari um plays drums for the group and i just love them every time i've seen them play it's just they're so electric and so exciting without vocals so yeah. I'm, I'm drawn to vocal groups, right. vocal-driven groups, but this group is uh, just phenomenal. So uh, We're going to have to get them on the Wall of Power Radio Hour. Oh, man, you should. I'd love to. Yeah, more people need to know about them, and they, they have a really wonderful following. Tell us about the choirs the, that are also going to be performing. The Capri Glee Choir, the Mill City Emanuel House Choir, and the McPhail Community Youth Choir. 
I'm really honored to be working with a variety of choirs uh, here in the cities. And the Capri Glee Choir uh, is a group that I work with probably twice, two or three times a year where we do a six-week sessions, uh, once a week for six weeks. And at the end of the six-week uh, session, we, we will do a performance at the Capri Theater in North Minneapolis. Where Prince did his very first gig. Where Prince did his very first gig. As right there fact, on West Broadway. Yeah, as a matter of fact, it was we were uh, rehearsing uh, right uh, around the time that he passed away. Hmm. And when we did our performance uh, right after he passed away, uh, we did a little tribute to him, which was very moving for me. Did you get a chance to work with Prince, J.D.? I spent a lot of time with Prince. Uh, I met him in 1977, about a year after I moved to the Twin Cities. And, really? Uh, and just I, as he was starting to hit? Yeah, just as he was starting to hit. And uh, my family and I got a chance to record with him quite a bit. He wrote songs for our first album and songs for uh, Javita first album on Columbia so uh, and I was signed to his uh, Paisley Park Music uh, uh, publishing company so I spent a lot of time at Paisley Park uh, wow I, I lived out there a lot so we're gonna have to have you come in some other time and, and talk about that and play some some of the stuff that you recorded with Prince I'd love to hear that stuff yeah that would be exciting um, it's I have very warm memories of that so the Capri Glee Choir is gonna be performing and also the uh, Emmanuel House Mill City Choir that I work with, uh, uh, Emmanuel House, uh, works with transitioning homeless people into homes. Hmm. And um, this choir is really exciting. I do the same thing with them, a six-week uh, period um, where we rehearse and then we'll do a performance at the end. And then the McPhail Community Youth Choir is a choir that um, I started uh about six years ago, uh, because I, I work for McPhail Center for Music um, as part of their partnership in developing choral programs at schools and around the cities. And uh, with the McPhail Community Youth Choir, I'm, I'm just so honored to be working with some of the most talented young people hmm. in the Twin Cities from different schools. They're mostly high school kids, teenagers. And uh, they sing and dance like they're amazing, absolutely amazing. What was your training? Well, I grew up in Gary, Indiana. Um, <clears throat> we uh, That's the, the same town that gave us the Jackson Five. Yeah, we, right? we grew up down the street from the Jackson Five, not far from them. And uh, That must have been go, one musical block. Well, you know, Gary was a city of a lot of family singers. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. There was the Jackson Five, there were the Blakeleys, there was Denise Williams and her family, hmm. and my family. And uh, we used to compete in talent shows. I used to watch, you know, Michael Jackson and the Jacksons, uh, you know, do talent shows in the 60s. Um, Gary was the quintessential city for African-Americans to live in in the 60s. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a strong black middle class in the city. And um, it just, the city suffered. Um, the suffrage began when Mayor Richard Hatcher became mayor in 1968. He was the first black mayor in the country. So when Mayor Hatcher became mayor, uh, all the white people moved out of the city. <clears throat> uh, the white businesses took flight, and uh, the city's tax base began to erode because hmm. there, were, there was no other major companies other than the steel mill, which my father worked for, Michael Jackson's dad worked for the steel mills. So Gary began its decline in the 70s when I went to college, um, and it never really quite recovered. But I went to college and studied business, and um, when I came out of college, I came to Minnesota. I worked for 3M Company as a marketing rep when I got here, and um, I was just trying to find music because that's what I wanted to do. And um, Minneapolis was not a city that was on my radar. Mm -hmm. uh, after college, I was thinking L.A. or New York right, because right, I thought right. I want to be a musician, really. But uh, I, I felt it very fortuitous that I was uh, that I came to Minnesota and became part of the Minnesota music scene and along now, with you. Yeah, well, thank you very much. <laughs> but you know that the thing is. The, the Steele family, and you have such an incredible, talented family. Uh, as you then, with all of your work and uh, your brothers and sisters, you've helped now put Minneapolis on the map. Mm -hmm. So you know, funny how that worked. Yeah, that, that, that is amazing how that worked <laughs> because uh, I talked to all my brothers and sisters in the moving here one by one. Um, and, uh, and then we eventually brought my mother here and then all of our kids were born here. And, uh, this is, this is home now. I've been here for 40 years. And, and, uh, and before we get to back to talking about the uh, concert across America to end gun violence, which is September 25th at International Market Square, let's, uh, 
tell folks that you've got the Steele Family Christmas Show coming up when? December 9th and 10th at the Fitzgerald Theater. We uh, haven't done it here in about seven years. Uh, we've been touring it around the state, um, and I'm just excited that we get to bring it back to the Twin Cities. Um, we've been doing it every year, but just not here in the Twin Cities, and so we're just excited to bring it back here and have our, our kids who are now adults right, performing, right. young adults performing with us, because they're all very talented. Well, I'll be there. Great. I'm looking forward to you being there, my friend. Cool. <laughs> Nancy, Reverend Nancy, how did you hook up with the great J.D. Steele? Well, of course, I've known about him for a really long time uh, and enjoyed his music for decades. Um, I have a nephew who's a musician, and when this concert came about, I actually heard about it on the second day that I started at Protect Minnesota, and I was so new, and I said, wow, we've got to do this, but I don't know how to do this. I'm completely new. So I remembered that my nephew takes lessons from J.D. Steele, and so I wrote an email that I hoped was very impassioned and, and printed material about it, and I printed it out and gave it to my sister-in-law to give my nephew to give to J.D., and then I didn't hear anything for a month because my nephew was 15 years old, you know? Right, right. <laughs> but eventually he did get it to J.D., and I got this phone call out of the blue from J.D. Steele, who said he cares very deeply about the issue of gun violence prevention, and we went to lunch, and God was in the room. And so J.D. agreed uh, to be our musical director. And once he said yes, I knew, okay, the rest will be fine because we're going to have top drawer musical talent. And that's what we need. We're going to listen to a little J.D. Steele doing Don't Give Up off his album songs. And then more with Reverend Nancy and J.D. Steele on the Wall of Power Radio Hour. Number one source of the Twin Cities Gay Scene is all digital. Follow Twin Cities Gay Scene on Facebook and Twitter. Sign up for the Scene Shot email blast for weekly updates and chances to win great prizes. No app is needed to view the bi-weekly web editions of Scene. It's GLBTQ Media for the mobile generation. Find it all at TwinCitiesGayScene.com. That's TwinCitiesGayScene.com. Crazy about pets? We are too. The Pet Connection Show is a great venue for fun, informative, and creative conversations about pets. Join myself, Kathy Menard, and Dr. Nicole Parole, along with guests who are leaders in the dynamic and growing pet industry, as we discuss healthcare, relationships, behaviors, and even political issues as they relate to our pets. So come, sit, stay for the Pet Connection Show, Sundays 11 a.m. to noon on AM 950 Radio, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Hi, this is Chad from AM950. Snap Construction is arguably the most well-reviewed roofing, siding, window, and insulation contractor in the metro. Ryan is so excited about working with AM950 and our listeners that he wants to help us grow. This is Ryan, owner of Snap Construction. I was friends with Chad long before I started marketing with him. I was a bit skeptical of radio advertising before Chad convinced us to run ads. The advertising's been so successful, we want to help the station grow. We've absolutely loved working with the listeners of AM950, and we all know how extreme extremely important this radio station is to the community. To help AM 950 grow this summer, Snap Construction will be putting up proceeds to assist the station in marketing on social media. Snap Construction encourages you to follow, engage, share, and interact on the AM 950 social media platforms. Together, we can all work to ensure AM 950 continues to thrive and grow in our communities. We stand by our work with a lifetime craftsmanship guarantee. For a free estimate or more information on our financing, call 612-333-SNAP or check us out online. Hello, fellow AM950 listeners. This is JJ from Nightingale at 26 in Lindale. Come experience our delicious signature dishes and exciting rotation of inventive seasonal fare for my wife and chef Carrie and her team. Nightingale is the perfect place to gather for any occasion with our extensive wine, beer, and cocktail selection, along with our dedication to great service. We offer a full menu every day from 4 to 1 a.m., two award-winning daily happy hours, and weekend brunch at 10. More at nightingalempls.com. Eat 
fresh and support local farmers by shopping at the Minneapolis Farmer's Market. It's peak time at the Farmer's Market. Lots of sweet corn, eggplants, fresh and local fruits and vegetables, meat and farmstead goods. Keep the summer bounty all year long because it's a great time to pickle and can. Look for the cucumbers, incredible dill, canning tomatoes. The Minneapolis Farmer's Market is open every day, 6 a.m. to 1 p.m. Plus, there's additional locations Tuesdays at the Hennepin County Government Center and Thursdays at Nicollet Mall. More details at MPLSFarmersMarket.com. Welcome back to the Wall of Power Radio Hour. This is your host, Paul Metza. I have two great guests in the studio, Reverend Nancy Nord-Benz, who is the uh, executive director of Protect Minnesota and a musician who's everybody has heard of in Minnesota. And if you haven't, you will have a chance to hear my friend J.D. Steele at a concert at uh, International Market Square on September 25th. It's going to be one of... 250 concerts across the country on that day, all to raise issues and money uh, and to educate people about gun violence. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about some of these statistics. They're just they're, they're mind boggling when you when you read about them. They are. Um, every day in America, 300 people are shot. 90 people die. Um, 48 children and teens are shot, and seven of them die every single day. Seven wow. children in our in our nation die. Um, of the total that are shot, about 30 are murdered, about 56 commit suicide, and about 43 are unintentional. Uh, and of course, those unintentional uh, killings are often the most heartrending because they're often little children. Right. Uh, toddlers have killed more people in America than terrorists. Right. Uh, and, and and that is because uh, the the way guns are currently fashioned with no oversight as to even simple child safety right. mechanisms. I mean, simple child safety mechanisms. A, a very young child, they've shown a child as young as one year old can pick up a gun. They, they look in the barrel and their little thumbs are on the trigger. Right. And so we have an epidemic of gun violence in this country. And the Concert Across America is designed to show that people in every single state are, are ready to hold our lawmakers accountable for this fact, for the fact that they refuse to do anything. They block uh, attempts to make gun ownership safer. Yeah, and just sensible gun laws. Sensible gun laws. Like, like, let's talk about background checks. Oh, please, let's talk about background checks, because we've been trying to get universal background checks in Minnesota for decades now. Um, in, in Minnesota, as is nationally, we have a law that says if you're a licensed dealer, and, and at Protect Minnesota, we really support the work of licensed dealers. Mm -hmm. But if you're a licensed dealer, you have to perform a criminal background check on anyone purchasing a gun. And it takes about 90 seconds, costs about 35 bucks, easy peasy, so obvious. Um, but there are some loopholes. You can buy from an unlicensed dealer and you can buy online, which a, a greater proportion every year of, of weapons that are purchased are purchased online um, at sites like armslist.com, for instance. And you can arrange to buy online and then go meet at the McDonald's parking lot and, and hand the guns over. Uh, you can also buy at gun shows, which used to be considered, oh, that's little, that's cute, and it's quaint. But anyone who's been to a gun show recently realizes these are huge um, endeavors where most people are really trying to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. But it's a great place for people who are unlicensed dealers who want to just move merchandise to go. And, and so we need to close those loopholes. Um, we know that in the 16 states that have closed those three loopholes, there are 48% fewer suicides by gun. Uh, there are 46% fewer women who are murdered by their domestic partners, and 46% fewer police officers die by handgun fire. So if, if we want to support law enforcement, one of the first things we can do is get universal background checks before every single gun purchase. And we have great bills to this effect sitting in the Minnesota uh, Capitol right now that cannot move forward. They're being blocked in the House committee. Uh, we know that... Uh, 86.4, according to uh, the, the House of Representatives' own poll at the state fair, non-scientific, but, I mean, it's interesting. It's got Representative Kurt Dowd's name on it, the Speaker of the House. Um, according to that poll, 86.4% of 
of state fairgoers strongly supported universal background checks. Um, we know that according to an American for Responsible Solutions poll in April, another it also came out that 86% of Minnesotans support universal background checks. There's nothing in con- unconstitutional about it. It's just common sense. Well, and I would bet, you know, my family owns guns. I, I partridge hunt. Uh, my brother duck hunts and deer hunts. That I would bet the majority of gun owners support sensible gun laws. Absolutely. Nationally, 82% of gun owners support universal background checks, and that number is growing. In in Minnesota, the numbers we've seen have been about 77%. Um, It's terribly important to realize that most gun owners in Minnesota are hunters and sports shooters. They don't want guns to go into the wrong hands. They are responsible. At Protect Minnesota, we have a caucus called Responsible Gun Owners of Minnesota, and their whole purpose is to tell people, hey, we're gun owners, and we think we need Universal background checks. We need. We think we need sensible gun laws. They don't want their children put at risk either. Right. Uh, and one of the the issues that I really feel passionately about is that there's a lie out there that is perpetrated by the gun industry that says that the problem with guns in Minnesota are quote those people in North Minneapolis. Those people, right? We all know that's it's 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 just a racist dog whistle. We right. know that. It's but code. It's code, and it says to peep to lawmakers in Greater Minnesota and in suburban Minnesota, I don't have to worry about this problem. It doesn't affect my people, and it's a complete lie because eighty-two percent of gun deaths in Minnesota are suicides, right. and that happens disproportionately in suburban and rural districts. It is disproportionately male, and it's overwhelmingly white. So in reality, right off the bat, white people in Minnesota own 82% of the gun problems that we've got here. And that's happening in districts throughout the state where, yes, you're a hunter, terrific, um, but if you're a responsible hunter, you're like my my girlfriend. I was at her house last night. She's a big hunter. I looked at her great big gun safe. She locks her guns up. And and so responsible hunters know this is necessary to keep... um, someone from using their gun on the worst day of their life on an impulse to, to take their own life. Right. And we have got to help our lawmakers understand that that's what gun violence prevention in Minnesota largely looks like. That doesn't mean we don't have a terrible problem with urban gun violence in parts of our state. And there are good fixes to that, and it all starts with background checks. J.D. Steele, you grew up in Gary, Indiana. Do you get a chance to go back there? Um, I was there recently. I do have a, a small cauldron of family still there uh, and some friends that still live there. And I would imagine with with the uh, the economics there uh, that it's parts of it are probably dangerous. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, and, and just listening to uh, Reverend Nancy talk about... Uh, uh, 82% of, of, of you know, the gun violence is, is from white people or people who are committing suicide. You don't hear about that kind of violence. Right. You, it's highly publicized when someone gets shot in North Minneapolis. Uh, right. When there's a drive-by or someone gets you know accidentally shot in a, you know, in a shootout between. You, those things make the newspapers. They make the news. Right. Um, I had a friend of mine. If it, if it bleeds, it leads. Yes, exactly. I had a friend of mine whose son committed suicide about uh, three weeks ago mm-hmm. and she was just heartbroken over it and, and we were in the middle of a, a of a show that we were putting together for a school and she had to drop out because she, she was just heartbroken but th- that doesn't get publicized right. and so listening to Reverend Nancy talk about uh, the gun violence um, I, mean, I, I don't I've never been part of a gun culture my father didn't have a gun uh, I've never shot a gun in my life um, I remember uh, being around a cousin of mine who had guns and it made me nervous just being around guns because right. I've never been a part of, of gun culture. We've got uh, J.D. Steele in the studio and Reverend Nancy Nord-Vence talking about the upcoming concert at International Market Square on September 25th. The concert across America to end gun violence. More with them on the Wall of Power Radio Hour after these messages. 
Hi, I'm Peter Solak. And I'm Adam Ostrowski. We are here at Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces to talk about the joy of live fire cooking. Cooking over a live fire is the oldest and most basic form of cooking. What's new is in the way a fire is handled and its heat is managed. It's easier to experience and enjoy the smell and taste of food cooked over a live fire. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces sells and installs live fire grills, fire pits, and ovens. Let us help you experience the smell, the taste, the fun of cooking with fire. Pizza was first made and is still best made in an open fire oven. The radiant and conductive heat of a live fire is unmatched for wood roasting and baking artisan breads too. Come see the many ways you can cook over a live fire. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces has over 35 working wood and gas units on display at the corner of East Franklin and Riverside Avenue in Minneapolis. More information at woodlandstoves.com. Find the fire that works for you. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, out of the ordinary products and services since 1977. Northeast Minneapolis is known for its creativity, and you'll know exactly why when you eat at Hazel's Northeast. Their creatively prepared comfort food will have you coming back week after week. Breakfasts like biscuits and gravy, granola pancakes, and brisket hash. For lunch, homemade soup, and one of the best Rubens in town. And don't miss the daily risotto or Chef Ali's ever-changing dinner specials. Come on in. Bring the whole family. Hazel's Northeast delivers real good food. Family owned at 29th and Johnson in Minneapolis. Hi, this is Ken Hagland, host of Living Healthy and Aging Well, inviting you to listen to our new show airing on Saturdays from noon to one, where we talk about your health and your life and provide insights to living and aging well. Each week, we provide answers to important questions regarding health care, elder care, end-of-life care, and caregiver support to help you and your loved ones plan for the future and enjoy your highest quality of life today. Please join us every Saturday from noon to one for Living Healthy and Aging Well. Hey everyone, Ellie Krug here from Ellie 2.0 Radio on Mondays from 7 to 8 a.m. This month, I'm sharing about opportunities to hear me in person. One opportunity is at Grace Lutheran Church in Andover, Minnesota on October 6th from 6 to 8 p.m. There, I'll be presenting my human inclusivity turning gray area thinking. Go to graceandover.org for details. This is a free event. That's me, Ellie Krug, the idealist, trying to make the world better. I hope to see you on October 6th at Grace Lutheran Church. On September 28th, the University of Minnesota Center for Spirituality and Healing is offering a half-day mindfulness meditation retreat, which is open to those who have never practiced mindfulness and those who are daily practitioners. The mindfulness meditation retreat invites you to intentionally step away from daily routines and the busyness of everyday life for the purpose of renewal. Enjoy guided instruction from a skilled mindfulness teacher, sitting meditation, and gentle mindful movement. Space is limited. Register now at csh.umn.edu. With your AM950 weather, this is Eric Nelson. Tonight, a 30% chance of rain with a low around 57. Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 69 and a low around 53. Monday, sunny with a high near 73 and a low around 58. While Tuesday will be sunny with temperatures in the 70s. At the Minneapolis Farmer's Market, everything is available and in season. Also, with fall around the corner and winter on its way, don't forget the market goes all the way through October. And if the temperature holds, Farmer's Market will continue as long as possible. Then the winter market starts up, featuring cheese, meat, and Christmas tree vendors. You're back with the Wall of Power Radio Hour. This is your host, Paul Metz. I have two great guests in the studio with me today. Reverend Nancy Nord-Bentz, who is the Executive Director of Protect Minnesota, and the great gospel and soul singer, my old buddy, J.D. Steele. They've got a great concert coming up on September 25th at International Market Square uh, featuring J.D. Steele, New Sound Underground, The R Factor, three great choirs, the Cabri Glee Choir, Mill City Manual House Choir, and the McPhail Community Youth Choir. On the break, J.D., you were telling us about a uh, uh, phone call or letter that the head of McPhail got about the participation in this event. Tell us about that. Yes, our president at McPhail got a letter from uh, uh, an obviously concerned individual who had heard that the McPhail Community Youth Choir was going to be performing at an event uh, with an organization that wants to take our guns away. Right. And uh, he called me and he said, you know, I got this letter, uh, but, you know, once I looked up Protect Minnesota, you know, I found out that they're against gun violence right. and that uh, this guy had it all wrong. Yeah. And yeah. and that's been a, an issue in the past for Protect Minnesota. It, it will, and for any group trying to do something about gun violence, you know, Paul, I hate to tell you this, I don't want to take your guns away. 
Yeah. Um, I want you to lock them up when you're not using yeah. them. I want to make sure that your guns can't hurt someone else. We um, are not proponents of taking guns away from anyone. We're actually really strong supporters of the Second Amendment, and particularly that part of the Second Amendment that says that our guns should be well regulated. And so our task um, is to make sure that people understand that gun ownership is here to stay, and so we have to find a way to make gun ownership safer. Right. The way we've made highway driving safer. Right. in the last 40 years. We have to find ways that I can celebrate your right to bear arms, but not have my children in school be put at danger by your guns. And that's really what Protect Minnesota is about. You know, for all, all of Obama's uh, time in office, they've been saying, he's coming to get your guns, he's coming to get your guns. Gun ownership has increased dramatically during Obama's time in office. Right. So nobody's coming to get your guns, folks. Right. We just want you to lock them up. Right. That's, that's really where we stand. We want to make sure that you are as responsible with your guns as responsible gun owners know you should be. Yeah, or if you have a, a neighbor or a family member that has mental health issues, perhaps... They shouldn't have a gun. Well, and this is this is a huge issue. Um, we have to be very careful. We don't want to be characterizing people with mental illness as dangerous because we all know that most people who are mentally ill are not dangerous. We also know that a, a, per, a pretty significant proportion of those who commit suicide or attempt to commit suicide don't really suffer from mental illness. They're just having the worst possible day of their life. Right. And, it's, and suicide is an impulse act. Um, that being said, there are people who should not own guns. And we hear this from the gun lobby all the time. Oh, the problem is just those people. Um, one of the bills that we've got right now sitting at the state legislature not able to move forward is a gun violence protection order, which would allow me, if I knew I had someone in my family who was unsafe at this point, having a gun would enable me to go to a judge and go through the process of having those guns um, taken during the time that that person um, was getting help for whatever problem they were facing. Um, and right now in Minnesota, you can't even turn in your own guns <laughs> and have somebody right. hold them for you if you know you're, you're having a problem. And so this legislation would help with that. It's called red flag legislation. Because what do we hear all the time? Oh, there were all those red flags. Um, but in Minnesota, we can't do anything. We can't act on them. Well, there was a uh, gun buyback program just uh, about 10 days ago and on the north side was very it successful yeah they bought they got like 300 guns off the street yeah and and the issue with those gun buybacks is we have to make sure we have sufficient funds behind them because some people were sent away and also of course you've got the dealers on the sidewalk trying to get to buy the guns for more mm. so they can put them back into the into the black market um, and and when I say dealers there I'm not saying licensed uh, professional, right. responsible dealers. I'm saying somebody wants to make a profit and get a gun. Right. Um, and so we buybacks can be really great. And what was wonderful about that one is that the, the guns were, are going to be used to make public art. They will never be able to be used as a gun again. Um, and this is really a big issue we have in Minnesota. How many people get a gun uh, from their grandpa, from their uncle, from wherever? They don't have a safe place to store it. It's sitting around the attic somewhere. Um, we need to find a way to... to have guns um, voluntarily given up. Um, no one is talking about confiscation. It would one, it would never work. Um, but more than that, we know that guns are tools, and like any tool, there's a proper way to use it and an improper way to use it. You wouldn't bring a chainsaw, uh, a working chainsaw, into a Walmart <laughs> because someone could get hurt. And yet we have all kinds of people running around Walmart right now uh, with guns. Right. Hmm. It's just amazing. So, J.D., do you, uh, you, you play all over the country, right? Mm -hmm. uh, with your groups and, you know, especially like here in Minneapolis with, with the, the choirs you work with, you're really dealing with, dozens if not hundreds of families right and um you must see this uh in your line of work that there's there's that really touches all of us but you might have a, a better glimpse into that with your uh, association and uh, proximity to so many families well you know i, I think you're talking about guns or yeah. gun ownership i i have um 
Uh, or gun uh, violence in yeah, general. Gun violence, yeah. yeah. I, I have a lot of different friends from different ethnic backgrounds. Um, most of most of my friends that are African American, I don't really know many of my friends that have guns, or who own guns, or right. that's part of their uh, culture because uh, they they just don't. Right. Um, but then a lot of my white friends do own guns. Right. Uh, and I'm surprised because when I get into this they're discussion, they're your black friends. Well, <laughs> hey, that's, that's good. that sounds like a joke, but. The yeah. gun industry has been very successful at making people feel afraid of particularly that black guy with a gun. Right. A mm -hmm. gun in your home is 22 times more likely to be used against a family member right. than an intruder. And yet growing numbers of people say they're buying guns for personal protection. So the lie is working. Right. It's, 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 that's, that's really interesting that you said that because I remember when I was growing up in Gary, I remember the Black Panther Party. Sure. Having guns. Right. And that was shocking for people. Right. Um, you know, it made people very uncomfortable. And that's when gun control legislation started. That's when gun control legislation started because right. it's like, oh no, look at all of these black guys walking around with guns right. opening, opening carry. Yeah. I right. mean, they literally right. were, and, and it was shocking to us culturally because, uh, for my family, we didn't, we weren't part of a gun culture, mm -hmm. and most black people that I knew didn't have guns. That is correct. That's when gun mm -hmm. legislation started. You know, they, they put it in place. So um, I find it, you know, uh, you know, very political. Uh, the political discourse, uh, you know, around it is is quite frightening. And you'll notice that the gun industry and the gun lobby has not joined the throngs of people who are upset about the death of Philando. Philando was a person of color who was a legal gun carrier. Right. And yet we're not hearing, we're not seeing the NRA and the gun lobby say this was a terrible miscarriage of justice. Uh, we see them, in fact, trying to find reasons that it was okay for Philando to have gotten shot. So the, the, the vein of racism in the gun lobby um, is really deep because they know it works. Mm -hmm. and, and that is... The problem that I have with so many of our Minnesota lawmakers, they are buying this line that this is a problem only of people of color, that people of color with guns are dangerous, that we need to protect ourselves, as opposed to saying that gun in, the, in my closet is actually creating a danger for my 16-year-old nephew on the worst day of his life. Well, and it, it's, for me, part of it, what they're capitalizing on, uh, whether you know whether it's Donald Trump or the NRA or any, any groups, they, they're they're trying to not only capitalize but help create a climate of fear. Exactly, fear your neighbor. So so arm yourself. Fear the other. So arm yourself. Right. We we have state legislators who will not walk around the Capitol if they don't have a gun strapped to them. And often it's more than one gun, and they're proud of this. And and one of the bills that came up this year was, okay, when kids, when school groups are at the Capitol, can we at least say no caring right. at the Capitol? And they said, oh, no, we have to protect ourselves all the time. Well, here's the deal. Those same lawmakers went to the state fair this year where they couldn't have a gun, and apparently they felt safe enough there. Yeah. So this this idea that I need to have something strapped on my body that I can shoot and kill someone with no matter where I am is absolutely um, it's it's disingenuous and it's dangerous and it feeds this lie that sends people out to buy more guns and put them in their nightstand where it's not locked so that they can presumably protect themselves from some scary other as opposed to worrying about their child finding it. Right. Well, and you think about, and I hate to even bring this up to put the, the thought out there in the universe, but you think about if something happened at, let's say, the Minnesota State Fair. My God, just the numbers of people that could be harmed by somebody with an automatic weapon. It's just... It, well, it, and that whole good guy with a gun guy, you know, we saw this in Dallas, when the sniper started shooting, there, there was at that time a, a, a public carry demonstration going on. So there were all these guys with these big guns right. strapped on, carrying them around. And, of course, when the panic started, um, not only did they scare the heck out of everybody, the police couldn't know who was the real shooter, but they also ran and hid. Right. Not a single one of those good guys helped. Right. It, the idea that law, enforce, law enforcement, we know, makes mistakes in this regard, and they are well-trained. So how do you expect some Joe Blow carrying his big gun around? I'm going to save the world. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not right. going to happen. Right. 
We've got uh, Reverend Nancy Nord Benz with us. She's the Executive Director of Protect Minnesota. And J.D. Steele, they are going to be participating in a concert on September 25th at International Market Square as part of the Concert Across America to End Gun Violence. What did you say, Nancy? There was how many concerts going on on that day? 250. All Everything from big ones like ours and really big ones on the coast to little teeny tiny things at churches. I know we've got one up in Duluth. I think there's a church in St. Paul that's doing one. And then we'll have a large event at International Market Square. Wonderful. From 3 to 7 p.m. Choirs are from 3 to 4. The bands are after that. We're also giving out awards. We're um, going to have a children's activity center. There's uh, food and beverages for sale. And there'll be tabling. Organizations that want to sponsor um, for $500 can then table and, and share information with the people who are there. It's going to be great. And voter registration. Voter registration. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. League of Women Voters mm-hmm. um, is going to be doing that for us. And hey, it's free parking at the International Market Square. So, you know, there's no downside here. It's a great place for a party too. Can That's I talk about tickets? Yes, for sure. And tell us the website. Yes, and ticket the tickets are just $15 per adult. Um, children, students are free. Also, because we've got some great um, organizations in the state that are really forward-looking on the issue of gun violence prevention, we're going to give free tickets to card-carrying members of the Minnesota Nurses Association, of the Minnesota Teachers Association, of the uh, Minnesota School of Public Health, and of the Minnesota Medical Association. All of the all of those groups have really strong, wonderful stands on gun violence prevention, and we want to thank their membership. So if you've got an ID, you get in for free. If you come and sing with J.D.'s choirs, we're inviting um, church choirs, community choirs, anyone, individual singers, to come. Um, if they're there by 2.45, they get in for free and they can sing a song with J.D., which is going to be big and powerful and great. Um, and I'd also like J.D. to talk about the contest. Oh, but first, you can get your tickets at www.protectmn.org. Beautiful. We've got the Reverend Nancy Nord Benz and J.D. Steele. J.D. and I are going to play one in the last set on the Wall of Power Radio Hour. Stay tuned. We'll be back after these messages. The number one source of the Twin Cities gay scene is all digital. Follow Twin Cities Gay Scene on Facebook and Twitter. Sign up for the Scene Shot email blast for weekly updates and chances to win great prizes. No app is needed to view the bi-weekly web editions of Scene. It's GLBTQ Media for the mobile generation. Find it all at TwinCitiesGayScene.com. That's TwinCitiesGayScene.com. The Fall St. Paul Art Crawl, presented by the St. Paul Art Collective, will be running the weekend of October 11th, 12th, and 13th. This is a must-do experience that you will love. The St. Paul Art Crawl showcases the diversity of art that St. Paul has to offer. By nurturing a vibrant arts community, the Art Crawl inspires artistic growth and fosters a creative exchange of ideas. Throughout the weekend, you'll have the chance to explore fabulous art while touring through local artist studios, lofts, and galleries. Hosting over 350 artists, up for purchase will be paintings, photography, pottery, sculpture, fiber arts, and more. And when you buy local art, you're providing to artists so that they may continue to create the art we love. The Metro Transit is supporting the local art community with a free transit pass for Saturday and Sunday. Download your pass to ride buses and light rail for free during the art crawl. Be sure to get all the details at stpaulartcrawl.org. That's stpaulartcrawl.org. Hi, Matt McNeil for Rudy Luther Toyota. It's clearance time at Rudy Luther. The 2019s not only feature low clearance pricing, but most vehicles have huge factory rebates from Toyota as well. The Toyota Highlander is sensational with premium interior, room for up to eight, five USB ports, and a powerful design. Right now, get either $3,000 cash back or 0% financing for 60 months on the Highlander, but you need to go see them before they're all gone. Stop by Rudy Luther Toyota today, five miles west of downtown Minneapolis on 394. Chances are, after spring cleaning, you missed a spot. A couple really big spots, like your roof and siding. Run your fingers across your siding. You'll likely get a gross residue. And your roof probably has some black streaks, too. Your roof and siding aren't always easy to clean, but they're definitely the most visible parts of your home that give it its curb appeal. So let Blue Sky Services clean your roof and siding. Blue Sky's safe, soft wash method won't cause any damages and will make your home look like new. Right now, Blue Sky Services is running their summer special where you can get your whole house roof and siding clean starting at only $447. That's the most viewed parts of your home clean for only $447. 
Then mention AM950 when you call Blue Sky Services to get an additional $50 off. So get the curb appeal back on your home and call Blue Sky Services at 952-467-2447. That's 952-467-2447. Welcome back to the fourth set of the Wall of Power Radio Hour. This is your host, Paul Metza. My guest in the studio for the whole show tonight, Reverend Nancy Nord-Benz, uh, the CEO of Protect Minnesota, and then my own buddy, uh, the gospel great J.D. Steele. He and I are going to play a beautiful Sam Cooke tune uh, to end the segment. But uh, there's a great concert going on September 25th. Tell us uh, once again all about that concert. The Concert Across America is going on um, at 250 different sites across the country on Sunday, September 25th, to raise the awareness of um, our lawmakers um, that the people of America really care about gun violence prevention. Yeah. And we do, of course, in Minnesota as well. Protect Minnesota is sponsoring the largest one in Minnesota, which is at the International Market Square at Minneapolis, from 3 to 7 on Sunday, September 25th. And the website? The, the website is www protectmn.org. You can get tickets there. You can also find out about a contest we're doing that JD is actually going to be judging where uh, anyone, they can either sing the song that we have posted there that's one of JD's songs or we can, or they can dance to it, they can lip sync to it, they can do sock puppets if they want to, uh, put together a little video, put it on our Facebook page which is Protect Minnesota uh, and then whoever wins will perform at the concert. Uh, and so this is a great way for aspiring musicians, for church choirs, for kids' choirs for anyone to get involved in supporting this important project uh, to, to raise awareness about gun violence in our country and in our state and in our communities. Reverend Nancy Nord-Benz, you are just a wonderful advocate for sensible gun laws uh, here you. in Minnesota, along with all the people uh, you're uh, joining the same cause across the country. We were talking before uh, the show tonight about... Uh, you're a big fan of my friend, Josh Horwitz, the I executive am. director of uh, the Stop Gun Violence Coalition out of Washington, D.C. He is a nationally known leader on this subject, and I am fortunate to have been given advice and guidance with, from him when I first started. He's a wonderful man. He and I, he was on the show uh, sometime last year, and he and I were talking about automatic weapons, semi-automatic weapons, and how that it's really ridiculous that uh, you can purchase a gun that can hold more than uh, 10 bullets in the magazine. Yes. And his point was that once you buy a gun, that gun sales over. But one of the reasons why the NRA and the gun lobby is pushing this is you need more bullets. The more bullets your gun can hold, the more you're going to sell. What do you say about that? Well, it's a real concern. And, you know, it was interesting, a 2003 survey of field and stream readers. So these are these are hunters and sports people. 67% of them said that um, assault-style weapons have no legitimate use as sporting guns. 57% um, of Americans right now, according to a, a 2016 CBS News poll, um, support putting back into effect a ban on semi-automatic and, and automatic style weapons. Um, we can get really caught in the weeds on what is an automatic weapon and what isn't. But the reality is uh, these weapons are made to kill people. Right. <laughs> they are military. They were never, ever designed for sportsmen or to carry around to think you're cool. Uh, and the problem we have with these giant magazines is that the only time you can really stop a person who is uh, killing masses of people is when they're reloading. And so if we have a hundred uh, round magazine, you've got a hundred people that can die before anyone can stop them. It's horrific. I want to thank uh, Reverend Nancy Nord-Benz uh, and my friend J.D. Steele, uh, the Concert Across America to End Gun Violence, September 25th at International Market Square. J.D. and I are going to play a song, great Sam Cooke song, who was uh, killed by a, uh, by a, a jealous girlfriend. But this is a song of hope, and uh, J.D., I'm honored to play. A change is going to come with you. Let's. I'm let honored to be with you, Paul. Thank you so much. Let's hit it. I was born by the river In a little tent just like the river I've been running ever since It's been a long, long time coming 
But I know a change gonna come Oh, yes, it will It's been too hard living But I'm afraid to die Cause I don't know what's up there Beyond the sky It's been a long, long time coming But I know a change gonna come Oh yes it will Somebody keep telling me, don't hang around. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know change gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. Then I go, I go to my brother. And I say, brother, brother, help me please. But he winds up, he winds up knocking me, knocking me back down, down to my knees. No, there have been times that I thought I couldn't let. But now I think I'm able to carry on It's been a long, a long time coming But I know change gonna come Oh, yes it will Yes it will Ooh, yes it will A change Yes, it Thanks for listening to the Wall of Power Radio Hour. This show was produced by Paul Metza, engineered by Brad Kenaber, and recorded at the Minneapolis Media Institute. Our chief of staff is Miss Abby Coffin. We'd like to thank our guests. Reverend Nancy Benz from Protect Minnesota and the great soul singer J.D. Steele. Follow us on Facebook at Wall of Power Radio Hour and you can follow us online and stream the show live at wallofpowerradio.com. Make sure to support our sponsors and like my dad used to tell me, remember to be kind and make someone happy.